I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a very exciting episode for you. So back way back when in season one, we did an episode on the keto diet. We have a lot to say more about it. And we thought it'd be really fun if we took some of our social media comments and kind of talked about them and shared our input on them and whatnot. So I'm very excited for today because it has been a wild, wild time since we've recorded keto the last time. And we've got a a lot of crazy comments. Yeah, we thought it would go away, but it's still here. Please about that. Maybe this will become an annual review. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I hope it, this is our second and last time. Yeah. Um, but actually now there's like the whole carnivore diet thing, which is like That's just true keto level two. It sounds it's like so bad. We'll do a full review on that and give you guys the deets. But basically yes. it's like like just meat, like it sounds, even though we're not carnivores. But we'll save that for the carnivore review. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys do want to hear, yeah, TBD. If you guys do want to hear our full keto diet review, it's episode seven. We'll link it below. And today we're going to kind of do this episode, the not so upbeat dietitian style where like Emily had said, we kind of read comments that we got and we talk about why they're not very nice (laughs) or in terms of keto, why they don't actually debunk what we had said about keto in the original video. So we're going to go through a few of those and just kind of give our general thoughts again on the beloved keto diet. Yay. Yay. Okay. So these comments came from, I had a video go viral on TikTok about keto, which is always fun because the comments are just insane. And being the keto diet, we know that people who do keto are like obsessed with keto. And so, so many of the comments were just ridiculous. Honestly, I guess the ones I picked today aren't too, too crazy. So I'll just like link the, the TikTok if you guys want to go like look for yourself. It probably has like hundreds of comments. You can spend a lot of time there. Yeah, you can. (laughs) But these first two, they kind of go together. So I'll kind of like read them back to back and then we'll kind of debunk. (laughs) I don't want to do voices today. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Like we did in our last upbeat. We were drinking then. So we had a different vibe going on. Today's all business. All business. Okay. (laughs) That was really that was deep. scary. <laughs> I didn't want to do a voice and then I pulled that one out. Uh, instant regret. That's what will happen to you if you do the carnivore diet. Yeah. <laughs> You'll lose your voice. It will deepen and then it will just disappear. I have evidence to back that up. Okay. Anyway, right. here's these two comments. So first one, my doctor recommended keto and then he was lecturing me. My cholesterol was at 200. I was like, I did this because of you. So basically she went on keto because doc said to, and then her cholesterol went up and she was like, but he told me to do keto. Okay. First comment. Second one is 
Low carb slash low sugar is beneficial, but no one ever wants to talk about this. My doctor literally recommended it. Emily, what are your thoughts on this? I love when literally is you. I, as a literally, I am an advocate for the word literally. I use that all the time, but it cracks me up whenever I see any type of argument, especially nutrition, when it's like, this is literally the truth or like this. They literally recommended it. Why would my doctor not recommend something that would not benefit me? And why would they be wrong? We understand that eating a crazy amount of carbs is probably not going to be great for you. Fine. But that does not mean that less than 50 grams of carb a day is what is good for you. It is not. Your your body prefers glucose as a source of energy, which it gets from carbs, your brain runs on that primarily. That's what your body's, your body's cells need to utilize for energy, depriving it and is not, and what, what is beneficial? What is beneficial me? I, what is our goal? I have a weight loss quote. I have a weight loss quote we'll get to, but it's just how the whole, every comment was like, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. I lost so much weight. It worked because I lost weight. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But yeah, that's like often the main thing. We just talked about diabetes, the special guest. So you guys will be hearing Mm -hmm. that in a few, few weeks. Um, That's the other big one though, is it helps for diabetes and PCOS, but even if it does or did for you, that doesn't mean that everyone who has PCS or diabetes has to go through this terrible diet to improve their symptoms. Yeah. Something that dramatic and something I just looked at what you made a note of is like low carb doesn't mean keto. Those yes. are not the same thing. Low carb, I think is less than hundred grams. Keto mm-hmm. is less than 50 and moderate, I think is less than 150 grams. I'm trying to, I think you're right. Those yeah. are the tiers. Um, but they're not the same. 100 grams of carbon is very different than less than 50. Um, and then low carb does not equate to low sugar. They're different right. types of, I mean, let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. Carbs are sugar. Glucose is sugar. Fructose is sugar. Sucrose is sugar. Lactose is sugar. So maybe in one sense, they're low carbon, low sugar equivalent, but I'm making an assumption and we know we should never make assumptions, but this is from the internet. So I normally, when they say sugar, it's related to sucrose. Those are not like low sucrose is not the same thing as low carb. Right. You can cut out sucrose or like table sugar, or like the sugar you get in like most of your sweets and still be eating plenty of carbs elsewhere. It's not the same. I want to discuss the doctor part. My doctor literally recommended it. And the other one saying that a doctor recommended keto. Just because a doctor recommends a diet does not mean it's a good diet. While there are many of great doctors out there, I'm hearing constantly from patients and clients about doctors that are telling them certain diets to go on. Even if they already see a dietitian or rather than referring them to one, if they don't know they have one, they just say, oh, looks like you're struggling with your weight based on this random BMI that I saw. That must mean that you should go on Noom or Weight Watchers or do keto or do a very low calorie diet, or maybe cutting out gluten will do the trick or cutting out dairy. Oh, you have PCOS, cut out both of those and that will cure all your problems. Let's remember that doctors have very, very, very minimal training in nutrition for the most part. 
most doctors, I'm sure there are some who have more, but your average doctor is going to have not a lot of training in nutrition. And so they should not be the ones telling you what diet changes to make. Yeah. Especially if you didn't ask for it. I feel like oftentimes oh, yeah. you won't even go to a visit for weight loss and they'll tell you to do a very low calorie diet or do Noom or do whatever to fix your weight that to them is a problem. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's also let's, discuss the cholesterol part. Yes. Yes. That is the part that makes me be upset because <laughs> keto and the macronutrient tier of keto fat is the highest proteins next. And then there's a little bit of carbs when you're eating excess amounts of fat that puts so much stress on your lipids and it's going to affect those lipid levels. Like your body's not used to metabolizing all that. Your gallbladder has to create all of the bile to excrete that excess fat. And it's just a lot. So what happens when there's an overabundance of fat intake is your lipids levels are going to naturally go up, especially when your body can't keep up with that. So when you eat a lot of fat with keto, it's going to affect your blood cholesterol levels. There are different types of fats that affect cholesterol. So there's like saturated and unsaturated and trans fat. But oftentimes keto encourages a lot of like saturated fats, like bacon, butter, like meat, meat, (laughs) which meat is always going to be those unhealthy fats. Doesn't mean meat is bad for you, but like meat is never going to have heart healthy fats in it. (laughs) You have those omega threes. Yeah. No, unless it's like salmon. That's true. Seafood's the one exception. Yeah. Well, like we're thinking like red meats, we're thinking steaks, sausage, sausage, sausage. (laughs) Um, Additionally with keto is there's normally a really low fiber intake because fiber comes primarily from those veggies and fruits and whole grains, which surprise, surprise are carbs. So when you're eating diet that, or you're following a diet that's really high in saturated fat and really low in fiber, it's going to negatively affect your cholesterol levels. Yeah. And we don't want to cause any new problems because that's when it's happening. Yeah. I want to discuss with cholesterol, how it's not typically the cholesterol that we're eating in those foods that's impacting the cholesterol levels that's been debunked. Thankfully. Um, cholesterol is often also highly genetic. So if you have high cholesterol, even if you are eating a lot of healthy fats and a whole lot of fiber and you're exercising regularly, you can still have high cholesterol because again, it is very highly genetic. So a lot of these foods that people do on the keto diet may also be high in cholesterol, but it's not going to be the cholesterol that raises your blood cholesterol levels. It's going to be the, the, the saturated fats that you're eating in those types of foods. Okay. Debunked. Retweet. On to the next comment. This one is so funny. Oh my gosh. I was cackling. This one was so funny. They ended up deleting it. Or I think I blocked them, one of the two, because they, oh. I think they were the one that were in my comments for like 24 hours straight. Insane. Fan. A fan. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Fan behavior. Oh my gosh. This one we don't have a lot to say about in terms of nutrition. It's just hilarious, which, okay, I'll spit it out. So the comment says, noticing it's all women hating on keto in the comments. Seems possible that men do much better and that much meat is hard on women. <laughs> like, bro. It's so good. What? 
It's so good. You type that out it's so and you're good. like, yes. That I got them. is hard on women. First of all, they're not get the innuendo there. Like that's hilarious. But also that's the misogyny is just like oozing out of this. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'm like, what is happening here? Like they somehow <laughs> turned keto into like the sexist thing where. How did this this diet is better for men because we metabolize meat better than men you. Men eat meat. <laughs> women eat nuts. So stupid. Us women are just foraging and getting our nuts. I was thinking of like the um the gatherer and hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a caveman? <laughs> oh yeah, a caveman was in my comments. Wow. How'd they get a phone? <laughs> Cavemen are really advanced these days. Misogynistic caveman. That's we so, love it. So bad. Okay, that's all on that one. Nothing nutrition-wise. Can't Obviously, really say anything else. Women can definitely tolerate dietary meat just fine. <laughs> yeah. You can eat meat if you're a woman. My God. Never thought I'd say that. Okay, this is our final comment. And then that's really it for today. <laughs> We're just kind of letting you guys know that keto still sucks. Okay. <laughs> This one though is about the weight loss part. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. So this comment says, damn, I guess losing 40 kilograms and getting into the best shape of my life was just a coincidence. Awful advice. Okay. Just because you lost weight does not mean it was successful. And like, is that going to stay off? Exactly. Talk to me in one year. I do not define success as short-term weight management. (laughs) No. And also like, let's look at those lab values and like, let's look at, do you have anything else going on? Like blood sugar or like, do you have peace with food or are you like terrified of eating a strawberry? Yeah. Are you able to go outside and enjoy life like this? Uh, clearly not. If they are posting comments like this on TikTok, they clearly are not super happy with their life. Yeah. It's just like, so frustrating because you guys you are if you listen to the keto episode you already know we are talked about weight loss there but we're gonna just reiterate it here because that was i was looking through hannah's comment section too and literally half of the comments were weight loss and when you take out one of the three macronutrients you're going to be in a calorie deficit which we already know is hannah's least favorite phrase <laughs> had to bring it <laughs> and, up yes. and when that happens you're going to lose weight. It's just, it's not magic. It's not wild. You're taking out a huge food group and additionally, like a huge food group that a lot of people eat a lot of. And you, most of us should. I saw one comment. (laughs) I saw one comment that said, what do you mean? Like we get to eat like 50 grams of carbs a day. I'm like, you should be eating that per meal. Like if not more. I would be the worst human being if I could only eat 50 grams of carb in a day. Like they were like bragging about how they got to eat 50 grams of carbs a day. Like I just had that for my breakfast. Like it sounds like definitely someone was like promoting that where they're like, don't worry, you're not restricted. You get to eat carbs. Who sold you those lies? Direct them over to us. We'll deal with them. We'll deal with it. It's no longer a you problem. Yeah, yeah, it's just that is like half 
of the arguments around keto as as are a lot of these fad diets they're normally weight loss driven and oftentimes they are taking out something that will just be a huge component of your life and then you'll just be eating a lot less calories and then you'll reintroduce it and then you'll gain all the weight back Uh, i just posted a youtube video this week about how diets like don't ever talk or teach you to like add food like what diet have you gone that's been like okay you're going to be adding this you're going to be adding this you're going to be adding this no, they always like have these rules and just tell you to cut out stuff, which is not yeah. going to be helpful long-term. Yeah. yeah. And I like over time in my old age as a dietitian, I, <laughs> I have picked up on how like it does give a sense of control when you're like, yes, this is, this is what I must stick to. But like, do you want to live like that? Are you happy? Genuinely re- don't just say you're happy. Do not just say, do not answer that <laughs> in five seconds. I want you to take some time. Um, this is actually something very fun. I like to ask my clients if what makes them happy. And oftentimes I put them into a little bit of an existential crisis. <laughs> but I want you to think if like having all these restrictions and not being able to eat out with friends or family, but you like look a specific way for maybe like a couple months, like, does that make you happy? And kind of like, why? Why is that your thought process? Like, was it because you were taught that your self-worth equates to how your body looks? Oh, I know that a lot of us were brainwashed growing up that how you look is equals self-worth, which is not true. Mm -hmm. But Mm-hmm. It can be a a stressful thing to think about. Yeah. And like, especially when that's all you've known is like trying to figure out ways to manipulate your body or like what the next newest fad is. Right. It's like a huge leap of faith to not have to worry about that or to not worry about that anymore. Oh, yeah. Like just kind of letting your weight settle based on whatever habits you change rather than trying to be in that full control over that number on the scale, which by the way, you don't actually have a lot of control over it, but like feeling like you do. And then letting go of that is really scary, which is why we exist to help guide you. Yay. Um, that's why we're glad you're here. Cause you yes. say you're open to it at least. Exactly. That's, that's, that's my last point here. Like that's, per- this person said like awful advice. Like this was terrible advice for me to talk about keto. I'm not giving advice. I'm not saying this person should or shouldn't eat whatever they decide to eat. It's illegal for me to say, oh, nope, you random guy on the internet have to eat this many grams of carbs. User 86925. (laughs) That's illegal. I would get my license taken away if I did that. So our job, like we just said, is to just like plant seeds, get you to think about stuff so that you get to make your own informed and empowered choices about food and feel like a lot more confident in those versus like, some other diet or some other nutritionist or some doctor telling you what you should or shouldn't be eating. Yeah. Just trying to plant some little seeds. And <laughs> if you want to work with us, you should check out, we have links in our bios. So yeah. We don't ever self-promote. We should be doing this more. No, we don't ever talk about that, that we actually, you actually can work with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I come on here and chat and then we're like, Thanks for coming. Put it out in the world. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. our links are always below if you guys do want to. 
that's kind of the main premise of what we have for you guys today just to let you know we thought it'd be fun because we've gotten some requests for like talking about whatever it is and keto's unfortunately alive and well and it has evolved into the carnivore diet i'm afraid for what's coming next but we will always have a job i like to think oh yeah (laughs) oh we will always have a job we'll have nutritionists to like fight off because we'll be trying to do our job but we'll always have a job healthcare i mean yeah literally everyone tries to do our job but yeah (laughs) we're glad you guys are here (laughs) yeah at least you guys like dietitians thank you yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Okay, cool. let's get into the fun bonus question. So yeah. this one fits the theme. I don't have a great answer. I'm wondering if you do, Emily. What is the best brand of bread? I didn't even know if I could list three brands of bread. Right I now. didn't know if you had big thoughts about this. I, think, I mean, maybe like best type of bread, like bagel, sourdough, whole wheat. Okay, let's change it to that. So I... I was so confident on my answer. Nope, I'm sticking with my answer. I love sourdough. I recently discovered an everything but the bagel sourdough. Oh my God, did you get it from Aldi? Yes. It's amazing. It's, I have it with my avocado toast. It's literally the best thing. I've How have we not talked day. about this? How about, no. I have it right now. It's so good. Yes. It's, I eat it by itself. With butter. It toast. Oh. It's so good it's and like I'm so like, salty and like well yes. seasoned oh it's like I sometimes don't I sometimes I always like bagels but sometimes and everything but the bagel bagel everything but the bagel bagel it everything definitely bagel, has the bagel <laughs> <laughs> everything bagel <laughs> is a lot of like bread for me I need a lot of stuff in it yeah or I'll have like a plain one but it I'm very much a mood eater with bagels. Yeah. But I feel like the sourdough is a perfect ratio of seasoning to bread. So it's, it's incredible. I, how have we not discussed this yet? Yes. I don't know. I was going to ask you because I know you love sourdough and I know you go to yeah. Aldi. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I need to like I, post about it more on Instagram because I, I haven't posted about it either. Aldi, can you please send us some everything with the bagels? Because it it has to be new, right? Like I've just stumbled upon. There's it no way. My my parents just brought it home one day because they know I'm obsessed, and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> so I bet I it has to be new because there's no way we have not known that could not have slipped the cracks that easily. No, and I haven't even seen anyone really posting about it. No, okay, maybe we're we gonna exclusive. This. Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> We're going to use our influencer power to it's get so everyone good. to get. Yes. Like, I'm, I don't get this excited about bread. I mean, I love, no. love, love bread, but like, I don't right. often get this passionate about it. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Like with some butter. Oh, it's so amazing. And it makes amazing avocado toast. Oh yeah. I need I to do like had, a breakfast yeah. sandwich. That'd be so good. Yeah. Ooh, like a breakfast panini. Yes. What is your favorite bread? What's your favorite type well, of bread? Well, if you haven't guessed, I have the same answer. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I like, I really do love like all kinds of bread. I love tortillas. I love, well, I love pitas. Mm. Do you <gasps> love pitas? Oh my gosh. I forgot. 
pitas and naan those two are kind of like a similar could, category yes. for me i could eat that just with like olive oil yeah and oh my parmesan. gosh yes i got some naan from the store today i'm planning on doing exactly that i don't like love love things like pumpernickel like i'll eat it or like when you go to like cheesecake factory they give you that brown bread that's fine it's oh, pretty good it's pretty good but I'd rather have like the everything. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Imagine if they give you little like crisps of like everything with the bagel, like toasted sourdoughs. Oh, that'd be so good. Like you could like toast that. I know you would hate this, but it'd be like in like a melted brie. Oh, that'd be so good. I know you're like (laughs) vomiting thinking about that, but I need to do that. I I understand the appeal. Objectively. A whipped whipped feta spread. (gasps) I love fed on anything. Oh my I'll put that anything. You could do some like olives, make it like a little more like, like Mediterranean. Style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't we put these on charcuterie boards? Yeah. It's almost charcuterie season. I feel like that's like the summer thing. I don't okay. Know when you come to visit, we're going to do just a bomb charcuterie board. I'm saying it now. It's I'm all going to be based around the bread. Yeah. Like everything must complement the bread. Yeah. Yeah, we could do like strips, or we can do like half of them. Yeah, like, so like diagonal dippers. cuts, and then we can like just throw it in the oven and bake it so it gets like crispy. Throw some butter on the sides. It's so good. It you might guys. even taste good with like jam, like jam. Sometimes. I bet it would, like a sweet and savory. I don't think I don't think anything would taste bad with that. Do you like English muffins? I oh. I like them with butter and jam. Yeah, it has to be both of those. Oh. Yeah, I like them with peanut butter. Like that's always really good. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Peanut butter, okay. <laughs> what? That was the Jif recall. Um. Yeah, I haven't bought Jif in a while, so we're good. Okay. Do you guys buy Jif? I have no idea. I don't eat peanut butter. Oh yeah, I always forget that you don't eat your peanut butter. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I was like, is my peanut butter okay? What are you talking about? <laughs> Such an odd question. <laughs> I'm checking in. Keeping me talk- safe. I appreciate that. <laughs> Make sure everyone's doing okay in the household. <laughs> We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> We've got other cool. things to worry about besides peanut butter, thankfully. Um, this needs to be done. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. along for kind of a wild episode. We had really not a lot of structure, but maybe this would be fun if you'd want our opinions maybe once we can post multiple times a week we could do like a comment review episode Ooh, we that could even do or like a Q&A one we could do like a subscription kind of thing where if you guys like want more behind the scenes stuff or like bloopers or whatever it is we have like a system there when we got more time and energy when <laughs> yeah yeah that would be helpful for that Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We will link below the first keto episode. So you can listen to that if you are wanting to learn more about keto since we only kind of scratched the surface here. Yes. But thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. XOXO. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your host, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio.
Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.